Hey everyone and welcome to 1.21 Gigawatts. I am Peter and I am joined with a full house today. I've got Matt here. Hey, what's up? Got Connor here. Hey everyone. And Tim's also sort of crawled out of bed to join us. Hi, how's it going? <laughs> oh, we talk about movies on this show and uh, this is a special occasion. Of course, we're all DC fans. Uh, three of us specifically do a, a comics podcast, DC Comics. Um, this will also be on the audio feed for that podcast for listeners to that show uh, but we are oh. going to talk about Wonder Woman which is the newest DC movie um, if you have not checked out our uh, infamous reviews of Suicide Squad and Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice uh, they were hate-fueled rants that lasted about two hours each there was uh, lots of uh, harsh language and uh, well, hatred uh, quite frankly Yeah, let, let's just say that we might have gotten a notice that said our videos weren't um family friendly family friendly yeah. but that's what happens a little bit of a spoiler by by the bright look on all of our faces i don't think you mm-hmm. can expect that today no no wait well you get that again in november yeah yeah, yeah. wait till we get to justice league but yeah, yeah i am obviously yeah we'll do a little bit of spoiler free in case you were wondering if it was worth because mm-hmm. honestly after the last couple of dc movies i don't blame you if you were waiting to see no. what people were thinking before you went and seen this so i'm sitting here with my arms folded and anytime a trailer came on for wonder woman uh before any movie so you know alien covenant i'm trying to think of some other more recent movies i would sit there like this like mm-hmm. i'm not that movie's gonna suck yeah, right. I'm not getting excited. I've well, done this twice yeah. already. I'm not no, being filled. This is the problem. I, I thought the trailers yeah. looked pretty good. I was like, oh, I like the look of this, but I don't oh, trust them. And no, obviously then like, got... the music comes in at the end, and I'm like, screw you. I'm out. Oh, no. Connor, I got I got fooled. I got fooled by the Suicide Squad trailer thinking, this might, this might be fun and not complete and total yeah, garbage. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was the problem. I was like, this looks so, good, but I don't trust you. I wasn't and getting I wasn't... tricked. Yeah, I wasn't even really planning on seeing this right away because of the you know those same reasons, but it had such good positive uh, buzz and stuff about it that I actually started really getting excited about it well, once the, those reviews and stuff started. Yeah, it was the same. Yeah, because yeah. I was going to go on my day off on Wednesday, but yeah. instead I was like, nah, I'm going straight after work. Do you know, yes, that, that, yes. that's the thing. I think, I mean, obviously me and Matt were planning on seeing it because we were at least yeah. us two were going to do yeah. the review this weekend, right? Mm-hmm. But here's the the thing is we were kind of just expecting the worst. I remember what it felt like seeing that, you know, that, that first day of reviews when the embargo lifted for Batman v Superman and just like, oh my God, it's like 30% on Rotten Tomatoes. What the it hell? It was worse after that early, early yeah. reactions as well that kind of went, oh, maybe this won't be atrocious. Yeah. And then, that website's yeah. too mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you know what's funny is the, the the studios were complaining this week that the bad reviews for like pirates and uh, Baywatch like hurt their expectations before opening weekend. Yeah, but no one's talking about the fact that the expectation for Wonder Woman shot up by like forty million after yeah. the yeah. Rotten Tomatoes scores went up. But with, Su- with Suicide Squad, I remember be- not not even having like a feeling beforehand. I was just kind of waiting to see, and then I was almost laughing when it was like thirty percent again. I was like, oh my god, <laughs> what, can they not get anything right? I think it's in the twenties. Is in the twenties now. Jeez, oh, I, so. I think, yeah, I think they both are. Well. I think, I think BBS is like twenty eight and Suicide Squad is like yeah. twenty four. I, I just remember what they started at, like when they first yeah, went up, because yeah. that was when I was really paying attention. Was when they they first went up. But um, so lo and behold, Wonder Woman's embargo lifts, and the reviews it's like ninety six percent, and I'm just like, wait, no. Something's wrong. This is a joke. <laughs> Someone's playing a practical joke on me. They're trying to make me excited. Stop. Yeah, at like one point, four. it was at ninety seven. Yeah. 
I thought there was four reviews in, and that's why I had 96%. I was like, well, uh, three quarters. And, uh, I guess that's and all 96. the reviews were like Jeff Johns. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Can we pause for a second? Three quarters, I guess that's 96. Well, I'm not good at math. We know this. Where, where, where have you been? Yeah, so, calm down. Good uh, now it's sitting, so now it's sitting at 93. I just pulled up current what, as we record. Which is insane because it kept, reviews kept coming in. It got to the point where there was like 40, yeah. 50 reviews. It was still at like 95, 96. And I said, you know what? This may actually finish. Because typically when a movie embargo ends, it will start higher than it will end up. And it will drip a bit when, as more people review yeah. it and stuff. Um, but it got to a point where I was like, you know, this may actually finish in the 90s. This may not drop below. And the, honestly, like, had this finished in the 70s, I'd have thought, oh, this is a win. Like you know, after the last oh, couple yeah. of movies, yeah, definitely. Easy, easy. If it seventy five percent is, you know, what's the threshold for certified fresh? Because uh, like, that's, I think it's eighty percent, but with, uh, okay. or maybe it's not. I think it's sixty percent, but there has to be at least eighty reviews. Okay, that's the qualifier. Well, there has to be X number of reviews for it to be certified. Yeah, had it been Did certified they take fresh, reviews into account. Huge. Unfortunately, not Tim. Yeah. They're missing out. Okay. <laughs> they should though. Rotten Tomatoes. I mean. Extended branch. We we do these a lot. Yeah, I'll sub- so, I'll submit them happily if they want to take them. Yeah. Take our scores. I'll, I'll happily yes, sit them, submit them. Um, but yeah, so so obviously, a few days before it came out, embargo lifts. All of a sudden, it's like, oh man, this might actually be good. I need to brace myself. And I'd heard a couple of varying things and whatever, but I just put in at that point. I was like, okay, let's be hopeful. Um, I know I hate the main theme, that stupid electric cello thing. <laughs> <laughs> that that so. one, yes. Uh, I know I hate that, but otherwise this might end up actually being really great. So we went in, and I am happy to report for the first time in this universe, as a DC fan, <laughs> that I left the, the, the movie theatre feeling happy, feeling like, oh man, that felt like a superhero movie. I was almost having yep. like a the single tear of happiness as she was like storming No Man's Land, and it felt like the most heroic thing anyone's ever goddamn done. Oh, yeah. Do you know what? Yep. Th- this is it. Like it's <sighs> you, You've taken this inherently good character and gone... Right, we still want the, the, the drab, gritty reality stuff. And they've gone, they've gone right, we'll put it in World War One. That's about as awful as human mm-hmm. history gets. And you can still have that, and they can still be a hero. Well, yeah, because that's the thing. They make her the shining light in the middle of all darkness. She's the thing yeah. that's going to change the fact that it's shitty and awful. And that, that's what gives you the sense of hope. And it's just like... What we're not going to do here, I'm going to make a warning to everyone here right now. We're not going to use this as an opportunity to shit on Batman v Superman because I know there's a there's a part of us that all wants to do that. Well, I'm, I'm, gonna do not, I'm not taking part then. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't agree to that. Um, <laughs> but I think one of the key things here is after Batman v Superman, we all sort of sat here and went, at what point in that movie did either one of those characters, did Batman or Superman do anything remotely heroic that made us feel like, yeah, they're being Batman or they're being Superman? Nope. And also, here's the other thing, is I get a lot of crap for Man of Steel, and oh, well, it's Superman on his first, you know, adventure out. <clears throat> so was, this is Wonder Woman's, and she was still able to know right from wrong, and you don't throw people into buildings and cause mass chaos. You, know what? That, you that's, act like that's, a hero. That's actually worse, though, because Superman, he's grown up, he's been, had these morals instilled in him by the Kents yep. that he knows right from wrong. Wonder Woman's yep. literally well. been on an island somewhere, and learn everything from books and this one society. She hasn't seen any of this atrocities. I will. I'll argue that maybe the Kents in this universe didn't teach them all those morals. Okay, but, well, <laughs> that's a problem in itself. Yeah. <laughs> well, exactly. But I'm just saying, like, for all the arguments that these other movies have had, when when I've crapped on them and said there's things I didn't like, 
it's almost as if the the people behind Wonder Woman are like, well, we're just going to tell a superhero story and we're not going to worry about trying to make it edgy or, you know, not like a superhero movie. Because this is probably, in a good long while, the most superhero comic book film Because there's, there's, a, there's a message to it. There's a moral. There's, there's things in there about stuff. It actually is saying something about the world. And watch what? Batman v Superman. What is that saying about the world? It's saying absolutely nothing. Yeah. So... It, uh, it, that, that, that's just saying it's all shit uh, and there's nothing anyone can do about it whereas this is like <laughs> name is Martha, you'll be motivated to do something I mean, look, that's look, what BVS told me what are superheroes supposed to be originally they, they were there to inspire the people who actually were trying mm-hmm. to fight for something right? that's what they can still be mm-hmm. and Wonder Woman still feels mm-hmm. like it accomplishes that it's saying that you can be this you can make a difference you mm-hmm. can do something and yeah, sure it puts it in this really like big grandiose like saying to someone no we can't do anything about that village because that's no man's land and sure in real life you have to accept that that's no man's land and yeah you, you yeah. can't cross that yeah. but the whole idea is that no you, when someone tells you you can't do something because that's the way society is you say no we can do something about this mm-hmm. uh, maybe Follow not my lead yeah exactly so yep. uh, so I liked it <laughs> I guess <Yeah>. it's <laughs> probably <laughs> obvious at this point but so, um, so Gal Gadot um not really that familiar with her outside of Wonder Woman. And then she was some in the fast movies. And mm. I'd always, when she was, you know, brought in to play Wonder Woman, I was like, oh, it's kind of not really a fit. She doesn't have the stature. But throughout this movie, I just, that all dropped. And she was like this total badass that, you know, mm-hmm. puts the shield on her back and grabs the sword and goes off to do whatever. And it just shows that if you have that attitude, you don't necessarily need the big, you know, stature of that superhero yeah if that makes any yeah. sense yeah. so and i thought she did a really good job i mean i haven't watched many other things that she's done but i was pleasantly surprised with how she played Diana. I, I mean i've only seen on the fast movies but i think here she is given a lot more to do obviously a because she's carrying yeah. the whole movie but b she has this complex character who's trying to like struggle with all these new things that she's learning for the first time, but she still has that compassion yeah. show through. Occasionally, a little bit of anger, that kind of thing, and occasionally she just makes you melt because she'll smile and whatever. And yeah. it, like I, she does a lot better job than than I expected. I was expecting her to just be okay. But yeah. No, she's actually really good. Because yeah. that's what she was in Batman vs Superman. She was just kind of there, and she was fine, but. I just, yeah. It also shows the difference in direction. Yeah, in... yeah she, she didn't actually do anything in Batman. Right. Yeah, she showed up to fight. Like that was it. She had no story or arc or anything like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, obviously we're still in spoiler free. We'll give you a warning before we start talking about plot details and stuff. Uh, I, th- I think, to just to stick to sort of spoiler three thoughts before we go ahead with all that. Um, movie's very good, very hopeful. It has a very sort of classic Superman the movie style structure. You know, we start in Themyscira and, you know, we sort of... Then we come to London, then we go to the war, and that leads to like where everything goes uh, later on in the movie. Um, very hope she's good. Chris Pine's good. Uh, they have some pretty good chemistry. There's some good humor uh, in there with them. Um, if I have complaints, uh, I think we all we're all going to share the one main complaint is that the the, uh, the final fight, uh, and I'm not going to spoil who's who's in it or anything like that. Yeah. But the final fight is kind. It falls into that trap that the end of Batman v Superman fell in, where it's just like people throwing things at each other in front of a giant CG cloud. Yeah, yeah. it's something I feel like a lot of superhero movies in general do. Like, oh, we've got to have a, a boss fight at the end, sort of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. the same sort of thing that happened to uh, the Wolverine. Ex- yeah, that's a, that's a good example. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's real, real adept. 
I didn't think about that till now. It's it's but sort it's of like, well, there's got to be a big fight at the end, so we'll just have mm-hmm. it. But it's not really the point of the movie. No. no. It's and basically it, just ticking off like a box. And like, you, oh, yeah, we yeah. need this. And I think that wouldn't even bother me that much if it was like a well-done fight. But it, it does fall into that. Oh, it's just a big cloud of CG behind them. And mm-hmm. there's, there's not really much... Exci- cause, and I think it really stands out in this one because the fighting otherwise throughout the movie is actually pretty good. Like It's actually kind of exciting yeah. and well shot and... Some of the stuff in the beginning with the Amaz- with the Amazons, I was getting a little like, oh man, okay, hope it's not the whole movie, and he gets away from it, fine, and then it kind of pops back up at the end. So, but like the No Man's Land scene with the action and a lot of the other sequences are, oh, yeah. are fine. Obviously, we'll talk about it more in spoilers when we catch the topic mm-hmm. details. But I think that No Man's Land scene and the village scene that follows yeah. is one of the best pure superhero kind of sequences. Mm-hmm. Uh, of yeah. any movie. Oh, definitely. Like, it, sta- it stands up there with, you know, the, I mean, obviously, I, th- I think one of the big ones, obviously, is the final 40 minutes of the first Avengers is kind of <laughs> kind of yeah. the, 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 you know, top of the how, crop. But How happy were you that they weren't trying to get to a light shining in the sky? <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's so much. E- even I though know. I thought they might go there, it was going so CG that I thought yeah. there might be a light at some point beaming so to too. the sky. And when it didn't, I had a silent fist pump. Like, yeah. But uh, no, so I, I think that's where we agree with the, the problems. Obviously, the supporting cast is typically pretty good as well. There's a little band of soldiers that goes with them that are, you know, not super deep characters, but they're, there's like three of them and they're all no. they're all distinct enough that you kind of notice them and you remember they've them. They've all got something, haven't they? And yeah. You remember each of them, you know? I, like, see, I, I, I kind of have a complaint uh, about these. Like, I thought they were interesting characters, but I felt like they brought up a lot of stuff that you never really feel like got any type of closure on like i, I thought it, it brings up things that never really play out uh, i don't know i don't know if that's just me or i i, I kind of see what you're saying and we'll talk once we we cross the spoiler yeah, no man's land more spoiler stuff you know but yeah I, I definitely but there's also the way that they broached certain subjects i appreciated because mm-hmm. it, it fit hand in hand with one woman who she is now it deals yeah. with compassion and and her being a warrior, but still embracing love. It's... Yeah, I, I thought that stuff was good, but I, I don't know. I, I feel like, I don't know, they, to me, there was certain parts in the movie where there were these weird kind of tonal shifts that I, I think fits with the character of Wonder Woman, but then I feel like it didn't really go anywhere. And I, I guess yeah. it's a little harder to talk without spoilers, yeah. but... Tim's notorious for this. He does this in screams all the time. He'll, he'll bring up things that we cannot possibly talk about without spoilers in the spoiler-free section. And we sit here going, now we'll talk about that in spoilers. Now we'll talk about that in spoilers, Tim. Yeah, Pete beat that out of me early. Early. Go back and watch some of the old 1.21s and you'll see me doing that a lot too. Oh, dear. Um, oh, I get you, Tim. But yeah, so, uh, so some third act issues with the final fight. Uh, even though I like the, I like thematically what it's doing in the fight, uh, just the fight itself is pretty yeah. rough and generic. I give a big positive to the music. I thought it was mostly pretty excellent. Outside, and given that, outside of the theme. Outside of that theme, and that's the thing, I went yeah, into but, this movie so terrified well, of that. And I think uh-huh. I'm going to enjoy this movie more a second time because I found myself a lot of it, you know, when the music was doing ramping up, you had a you know nice sequence going on. I was like, is this where they're going to do it? Is this where it's going to come in? <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Just, I, and it was kind of taking me out of it because well, I was waiting but, but for it. But they use a lot I know of the drums. Of that theme, and I think the drums are fine. Yeah, yeah, the drums, drums are fine. Are fine. You yeah, know, it's when he gets to that electric guitar that's there for no reason, right? 
Yeah, what I thought was interesting is the score also had its its a second main theme for it that was more graceful and emotional. Like because yeah. it played a few times and that was there, and I was like, yeah, use that more. That's the one to use. Yeah, yeah, I was glad they did only use that awful theme a couple of times. Yeah. And yeah. now that I know where it is, I'm not going to sit there going, right, is this it? Is this where they ruin it? Mm-hmm. So I think I'll enjoy it more on a rewatch because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and at least while it's been used, the action on the screen at the time is pretty good. So you, you kind of, like, there's at least yeah, something yeah. to I'm make you feel like, better. I'm still like, but I'm just, I'm just going, don't listen. Just don't listen, <laughs> just watch. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think we'll uh, we'll probably go into spoilers then. Uh, Oh, I don't my know cat if... just slammed the door. Oh, oh, oh cats! So it's usually my cats that are causing trouble. Um, yeah. All right, so we'll get to spoilers. In. So full spoilers from this point on for Wonder Woman. Uh, you have been warned. So let's talk about the uh, the bridge, uh, the, the the prologue and epilogue, the the, the bookend scenes first, right? I want to talk about. Wasn't these. as terrible as what I was expecting when I had read about it online. It, it wasn't as terrible. Raises yeah. some questions. Though. It wasn't, so, it wasn't yes. as terrible, but I did sort of, like, after like, enjoying the movie, at the end, to like her, go back to her emailing Bruce Wayne, I was like, oh, not the emails. Stop with the emails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's like, it doesn't ruin it, but it's just a bit of a groan that you have to end on so, that. I wanted, and this is probably cheesy and just speaks to who I am as a person, I kind of wanted Charlie to them reveal his last name was Pennyworth, right? Mm-hmm. So that's how Bruce came into contact with that picture to send it to her, But right? But Charlie's Scottish. I know. It could be an uncle. It could be a All distant right, okay. relative. Sure. It doesn't have to be, uh, 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 just... you know... So, so sorry, all, all Brits are just the same to him. I know. <laughs> this is a shocking display here. So, wait, so you're telling me an English family could move to, to Scotland and then could, move back, but... right? Or they don't have a branch of the family that goes up there? It could. You're just making assumptions, though, and it's, it's uh, downright offensive, quite frankly. It is. <laughs> quite frankly. I'm insulted <laughs> that you would, you would compare us to them. Well, sorry, shut, Connor. Shut up, Ginger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, I mean, uh, the first one's fine. It just kind of leads into the photograph, and it's like, ah, uh, maybe one day you'll tell me your story, and it goes back to it. Uh, the one at the end, honestly, the whole email thing at the end wouldn't have even been an issue had it not been for the fact that the Batman v Superman had that whole let's introduce the Justice League via emails uh, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I will say it, it raises the questions of because it implies that she was she wasn't Wonder Woman for the rest of that time. You know, after like she stopped after yeah. this. So I'm going. Why did she stop? Why? I'm assuming then she didn't fight in World War Two. If we're getting this, yeah, she just shrugged and went, "Ah, oh, Hitler doesn't seem that bad. I'll just stay, yeah, which, stay hiding." Which kind of seems like a weird bit for her character for this. And yeah, yeah, we're in the spoiler it, section, yeah. so I could say like, "Oh well, she she defeated war personified, so I don't need to do nothing anymore." You know. <laughs> yeah, but then she sees yeah. Hitler's like murdering millions yeah. of Jewish people. I mean. <laughs> It, it, presumably they'll answer this in some way well, at some point and they'll say she was and up also, to something also is she not in the public consciousness or is it only like is it only Trevor's band of people that kind of know about her I feel like it was more so. like a an, like yeah I think they knew like about a, her and it came like an urban right. legend sort of thing and you know yeah. obviously it was so long ago because they shouldn't have been surprised when a man in a red cape comes flying through Metropolis yeah you know, it, like, Matt it doesn't sound like anyone but them knew about her because even okay. the village is saved they all die afterwards so it's not like right. Like hardly anyone yeah. would know that she exists. So no, I, just I get the people that. who were there at the end, and like I said, probably just an urban legend yeah. at that point. And plus, it's an urban legend, and then add on eighty years. It was like yeah. a it was like a covert. Even. 
Yeah, they were like a covert team that way. They were going like out yeah. of their way to, yeah. you know, go undercover. They weren't yeah, really they, under they were, any they were official, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, because uh, Varga, I mean, uh, uh, I mean, Ares, I mean, uh, Sir Patrick, uh, he, <laughs> he he sends them off uh, as if as if it's a good idea. Uh, but yeah. I, the is because because I've been watching Fargo and he's a villain in that, and that's not a spoiler for Fargo. He's clearly the villain the no. second he walks on the screen. Um, but I was waiting all movie from to turn. I was like, well, I was, so, I, I've seen him as a good guy so many more times yeah. than I have a villain, but because I'm watching Fargo at the minute, I'm going. You we'll know what? Um, good. Oh, uh, good I was just, I was just gonna say, like, I, I don't know if it's cool for kind of like jumping around, but I, I didn't really like that reveal. Like before that, when uh, Wonder Woman's having like that talk with Trevor after uh, you know she defeats that other kind of red herring. Bad guy. Um, <laughs> that red like herring. The, That's what he is. He's not got a name. He's just uh, the red herring. Ludendorff. Ludendorff. Uh, and then uh, I actually thought that was like a pretty cool, powerful scene. Like when the war's still going on, she's like, it doesn't know what happened. And then she's talking. Yeah, with, I like that. You know, yeah. Trev. Yeah. Um, actually, but then I feel like they did the kind of comic booky thing where it's like, uh, oh, no. Like I thought that would have been an interesting idea to keep going yeah. and not actually show him. Since you're bringing this up, actually, at that point in the movie, I actually thought they weren't going to. Um, and the, the, what I was thinking in my head was I was thinking, all right, if we're going to have three Wonder Woman movies, right, number two is going to be Cheetah, because duh, right? Yeah. And then number three, to make it feel like a rounded trilogy, that's when the real oh, Ares, Ares shows up, and we actually have the mm-hmm. physical presence of Ares, and she fights Ares. And obviously that went all out the window, and about ten seconds later when so, it shows up. But As soon as I saw David Thewlis, I was like, well, he's too big of an actor to just yeah. have this yeah. throwaway role. And I kind of started peeling those pieces going well he's got to be Ares because it's not you can't have the big evil German guy just be Ares yeah it was too obvious but the problem was for me I'd heard when he was cast you know a couple of years ago whatever it was now Mm -hmm. that he he was cast as Ares and I'd kind of forgotten it and just shrugged it off and then and then he shows up in this and I was like and obviously with me watching Fargo I'm going he's evil I'm like it's just straight away it's like oh man plus you could tell when he was really you know buffing up for the role that you know he was gonna (laughs) (laughs) honestly like i actually don't have a problem with him turning out to be aries uh but i i would have liked them to keep him like not have the fight i i almost like because deal with the the plane full of the poison gas stuff like deal with that and have that be like your final Mm. and have wonder what's up with guys named steve piloting a plane i know but at the end of a world war but like it's weird wonder women struggle with dealing with the fact that because i actually really like that speech when steve says to her look i know it would be easy if there was just one bad guy you could kill and that'd be it and it'd be all over but that's not how the world works like she yeah. has to learn that it's more complicated than that the, the, the red shades agree and i kind of like that that and this is where the film actually has kind of depth because she is this beacon of light and it's this idea of hope that we can do something but at the same time you can't be naive and think oh it's just one bad guy and then it's all fixed i, yeah. I will say worst, i do like that i like that aries says that he didn't do this like sure yeah. he maybe influenced a few people here and there but he didn't cause this this was just mankind yeah. being well i think yeah, and I think that's kind of important to look at the context of World War One as well because it's not – when you look back, there's a lot of atrocities that happen. But unlike World War Two, there's not like this big bad, you know? Yeah, oh, no. You, you try and explain to someone off the top of your head what started yeah. World War One, And, okay, sure, you could go, okay, Archduke Franz Ferdinand was assassinated. Right. Yeah, yeah but, but why did that cause a war? You, you know, so many players involved. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's all these well, just political alliances that yeah. dominoed well, out. Well, it's family drama it. because they were all – Related to the Queen, right? Queen Victoria had all had married off family members to different 
we're all families and it was all of them kind of having a family spat at first and so it's a very, it's a very messy war yeah exactly and i like that that was here when when aries is like yeah i was just kind of here like connor said but i didn't actually do anything and i kind of <laughs> wish they would have left him like i almost kind of wanted azarella's version of him where he's kind of mm. like hey i'm just doing my job like i'm here to to shepherd things i'm not here to to cause problems so it's you funny, know? I didn't think he was actually that well cast as Ares until the suit was on, and then it was just the voice with mm-hmm. the, the imposing suit, and I'm like, oh, no, okay, it works now. Like, the voice you know what I, I yeah. was The voice really was good. Yeah, I, it was really weird seeing his eyes under there for me, because when I think of Ares, yeah. as you, see, you, you just yeah. see the, the blackout. Yeah. You never see the face under the helmet, so it was really weird for me seeing his eyes I'm, I'm acting glad under that, there. Yeah. I'm glad they had the shot of him walking out the flames in the suit, because that was like the, yeah. that's the shot I expect to see of Ares when you're going yeah. to show him. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, the fight wasn't that great afterwards, even though I did like Wonder Woman picking up the tank. I, I mean, that's yeah. cool. <laughs> but, yeah. think her being bound as well, that's a deep comic pull. Because mm. when she was created, that was like her one weakness. It's kind of mm. silly, you know. But but yeah, he binds her. That's how he. Yeah. Uh, right about No Man's Land. Since we're we're hitting the big action beats, mm-hmm. let's talk yeah. about uh, one of the best superhero scenes that we've had, and almost uh, like I'm gonna cross even even across Marvel. Like this one is up there with a lot of their great ones too. Oh, uh- I'm not gonna lie. Oh, yeah. When this Obviously. was going on, I was I was basically tearing up, going, "Oh my god, they finally did it! They finally yeah. did a superhero do, right." Joe, you know what this reminded me of, like the the feeling of like, like the tear of happiness, like they finally they, they got this right. It was all the way back in Batman Begins when Gordon looks up at that that light in the sky, and it's yeah. like yeah. they get it, they get Batman, and you know that's what it felt like yeah. here. It was like, "Oh man, they get Wonder Woman." That feels right. It kind of it it means so much more now after this oh, yeah, after the that we've wrecks, just yeah. had. Well, that's and it. When, when you get, get creatives that get the character, you can have these moments. Like, Joss fully understood the Avengers. So he mm-hmm. can fill that movie full of all these fun little moments. And when he hits a big, huge, like, hero moment, it means that much more. And, and, and I think this, Patty Jenkins did get one woman. Yeah, and this is full of the small little moments as well, like uh, mm-hmm. the ice cream, for example. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right, so my wife over to me. She goes, "Why?" Why is it a big deal? And then I had explained to her after, you know. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, those it's those little things that add up to big things. But yeah, No Man's Land was fantastic. Like, yeah, it's funny because we've seen like glimpses of it in the trailers. Obviously, like her, her like you know blocking the bullet and stuff which by the way mm-hmm. one of my favorite little things with the bullet blocking when they're in the alleyway which by the way was a total donner superman uh kind of callback yes. yeah but when they're in the alleyway and there's those three muggers or whoever like or not even muggers they're assassins or they're, no, they're, spies. they're spies spies yeah um i just because usually in an alleyway it's usually a mugger all right my main goes to mugger i got you but there's like yeah, three of them at least it's a legitimate reason for yeah. to be in this alleyway yeah yeah but there's like there's like three of them and they're in all different directions and there's that bird's eye shot of her just like darting around blocking all the shots from different yep. directions it just looked cool like man you're I, actually making her a badass her character to a t is she's defensive like yeah I, she has a sword but she deflects with the bracers she has a shield and she uses that first like yeah, she's well, there to defend. Yeah. And that, that was the, the no man's land as well. Is like the music was soaring up and like she was blocking the missile with the shield. And then there's that point where all the guns are on her and she's just standing there holding her oh. ground. And obviously the other guys all like sort of use that as a distraction to come up and help. Yeah. But 
I really um, love uh, how they use the lasso in this. I just thought that mm-hmm. looked really cool anytime she'd bust that out. And, and it's one of those things I wasn't really thinking about uh, before the movie. Like, obviously, they're going to have the lasso, but I didn't put much thought into how it look on screen. And I just thought they yeah, did an awesome job making it look yeah. cool. Yeah, I think the visual effect of it was really good. Because obviously the style is one thing, but it could have looked really goofy. It's this you know golden yeah. rope and it glows, yeah. but it looked really good. It looked good, and then the action scenes when she used it, the slow motion really helped with the last because you could really get this sense of you understood where she was pulling people with it and things like that. Like mm-hmm. it's almost like if you were to do a scene like this with Batman, that would be with the grappling hook. Like you'd see what he's doing yep. with the grappling hook in slow motion, so you'd understand it. Yeah, uh, but mm-hmm. it, it worked really well. Uh, so. Also, the way that it it would interact with people, like when Steve's wrapped up in it early on, I, and it like causes them pain. Like I. In the comics, I always read it as like they're just suddenly compelled. It's like a truth serum. Yeah. But here, he's trying to lie, and every time he tries to lie, it causes him like pain. But it's not like physical pain where you see him wincing. It's like this mental. He's trying to, but he just can't, and then he finally just gives in and tells the truth. It kind of, it kind of felt me like if. Like if you have like a really bad stomach ache or something, like you know, mm-hmm. you might not be like crying out, but you just kind of have the look on your face where you're like, oh, "God damn it!" Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think the favorite thing I have, all just the pure action and drama of it, and the music and everything, is the no man's land, and then the village thing that falls right on after it. What I love about that whole thing is that entire sequence, the, the no man's land, then the village. It all happens because she's just not willing to let it go. Because yeah. she hears someone's in trouble and she has to save them. Fancy that! Someone in a DC movie going out their way to save people. Shocking. Yeah. And when she destroys a building, it's because there's a German sniper in there, and yeah. she has. Which to. was a fantastic callback when Steve like yep. remembers what the Amazons did in the beach, and he runs out and goes, uh, "Hold this yeah. up!" He's like, "Hey, Diana, Shield." shield. <laughs> yep. Yeah, the jump. Yeah, I, lo- I love any time like anyone ever said like, "Oh, you can't do this." I, I just love her reaction, just being like, "Why." And then just doing it anyway, yeah. like not even like caring at all. I'm almost disappointed they avoided the obvious line when because they, they set it up where they're in no man's land or they're in the trench and she's like, oh, we need to go over and save the village. And he's like, it's no man's land, Diana. You can't do it. And he explains what no man's land is. And yeah. I was like, just say a good thing. I'm not a man. Just say it. Say oh, it. Yeah, God I didn't it. want that. I <laughs> didn't want that at all. I wanted I that. It. It's. It's, you know, obviously you see it like the, the Lord of the Rings moment and it's just like, oh, do it do it as a callback, if anything else. Mm. <laughs> just, just, it's a good That's thing it. I'm not a man. Or even, or even just smile when he says, yeah. like, uh, yeah. uh, no man can go smile out there. It's like, and, and, but no, it was great. The way the, way yeah. the camera went behind her. Yeah, she turns her. to the screen and winks. Yeah. The way the, way the camera <laughs> went behind her and then, like, she had the, you know, the tiara on and it was like, okay, it's go yeah. time. Uh, yeah. which, what I thought was cool is how she'd had the costume on since she'd left the island because it just made sense mm-hmm. that she had to be wearing that because that's her outfit right. but they'd made a point of never really showing it in full until she goes out the, up, up the trench that was the yeah, full reveal of it they just hid it with the other clothes didn't they yeah. yep. and, so, and cool. I also well, like too that you never really see her uh, I mean unless I missed her or anything but it doesn't seem like she ever actually killed anyone like you'd see her going after like their guns and their weapons and knocking people out while, oh yeah like, I, don't, I, I don't know Steve that is shooting Ludendorff would disagree no, no yeah, she kills a guy at the end but here's the, th- here's the difference between her, her killings in this every time she kills someone in this with the one exception of the, the guy who th- she thinks is Ares right of Ludendorff who yeah. she learns a lesson from as well right there's a lesson mm-hmm. there that she immediately learns but mm, everyone else lesson learned by killing a bad guy Right. Weird. <laughs> Everyone else that she potentially kills, and you're right, Tim. She goes for the guns in the trench and stuff like that. She's trying to stop them from harming people. But even when she does, like jump at the sniper, and yeah, that probably does kill that guy. <laughs> he got crushed. 
she does that because she's actively stopping him from hurting people. Like he's trying to yeah, kill right. people in that it's, moment. It's it's a last resort. It's it's her as a warrior going. You know, she, yeah. she doesn't kill if she if she can help it. But if if, if there, that's the choice, there she is miles of difference between this and then that stupid car scene in Batman v Superman where Batman's <laughs> just throwing cars into other cars and their explosions. What, what, what about Superman smashing all that, that dude through the walls? Oh my god. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when a little it's tap on the head would have solved it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, that's... So she goes and takes out that guy at the top of the church, right? Because mm. Charlie suddenly can't. And Charlie's the Scottish sniper that Steve recruits. Because he has PTSD. Because throughout the war, he's seen some stuff. And he's kind of... He hides it behind him drinking and singing at the bar. But when he's sober and they get through No Man's Land, he kind of has a breakdown, right? And I like how they address that. And... I, I, I thought he actually added a nice little bit. Not that the movie was devoid of it anyway, but like he added a little yeah. bit of heart to things. Like yeah. the whole idea that he's like, no, I, I won't even. Because there's that moment after they've spent a night in this village after they've saved it. You know, mm-hmm. and Steve and Dan have their dance and they have their kiss and yeah. whatnot. Uh, but. And she hears him singing, and the next day he's like, "Ah, oh, there's no point in me even coming." Like, because they all basically have that heroic moment where they're like, "Okay, you've only paid us up until yeah. now. We could, we should all just leave." But they all say, "No, mm-hmm. no, we're going to come because we're we're doing something." Uh, yeah. And he he he's like, "No, nah, I should, I mean, I'm I'm of no use. I clearly can't do what I'm supposed to do." And she's like, "Yeah, but who will sing for us?" And she like she, she encourages yeah. him. There's there's this mm-hmm. outreach from her. I love exactly. Alan, it her compassion. It cuts to him singing as they're walking through the, the forest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, that's one of those moments where she just makes you melt. Because, like, yeah, if she smelled at me and asked me to do it, I was like, yeah, I'll do whatever you want. Like, whatever, yeah, exactly. <laughs> whatever yeah. you want. Like, and, no arguments. Again, I have this new appreciation for the character from Rucka's comics. Like, we've been talking about it on, on the comics podcast. And when she reaches out and says, who will sing to us, that feels like it's straight from Rucka. You know, that's something she would have said yeah. throughout year one or whatever. Oh, yeah. And yeah, it just I forgot about that moment until Pete just brought it up. And and I, definitely... think, I think I can't emphasize enough just how much it feels like it gets the character. Where in Batman v mm-hmm. Superman, it felt like they bastardized both just to justify the mm-hmm. fact that they called the movie Batman v Superman. You know, they had to have them yeah. fight, so everything was to justify that they were going to fight each other. Yeah, and, and, and that would be them. less offensive if if it had actually been a coherent movie on its own as well. At least yeah. then, yeah. Go, at least there's a because that's how I feel about Man of Steel. Like it's not a Superman movie, yeah. but it's a coherent, a decent enough movie. Oh yeah, it functions. It's, yeah, yeah. It's coherent, more so than the, the two that followed it. More so, yeah. So that, yeah, exactly. Whereas mm-hmm. this this does both. Yeah, yeah. This gets the character and it's coherent. So it's, here's here's, so... here's the double edged uh, God Killer sword, if you will. <laughs> that that if this was bad, there was a chance that like we're just gonna burn it to the ground and start fresh, and we'll get Justice League, but forget about it soon enough. Like they did uh, Green Lantern, but now that this is good, it shows like, hey, maybe Aquaman's yeah. gonna be good too. Well, maybe uh, if they can get the right director for Flash, well, here's, this here's, world isn't burnt to the here's, ground. Here's the thing: talking about the DCU as a whole, um, Aquaman is technically the first one that should feel the influence of Jeff Johns, like completely, because that wasn't even started when he came on board yeah, to start. Yeah, I feel things. this. This had the Johns influence. I feel. Yeah, like, I felt it as well. Yeah. And, Here's the thing, we, I don't think we've had the chance to speak publicly about the whole Zack Snyder stepping down thing. <laughs> now, obviously, oh. now, o- obviously, it's yeah, it's a tragedy. <laughs> it's, it's like, 
obviously there's assholes on the internet who are oh thank god not like this under any other circumstance the fact that he's stepping around Josh Whedon's coming to fix things would be like parades I'd be like streamers and like that's it obviously we all wanted him gone but we didn't want you want him on his his own cognizance going hey maybe I don't know the characters like I think I do let me turn it over to someone that does it's a family tragedy that caused it, and you don't want yeah. to wish that on that, that, anybody. That's, that's just not him as a director. That's just him as a human being. What is happening? Yes. What happened to him is awful, and it's not like no one should be making fun of that or anything like that. Nope. But here's 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 the interesting thing that's came out. So obviously, Josh Whedon's they've got reshoots to do, right? And they're reshooting a bunch. There's been rumors that they've already reshot a ton of stuff as well. Um, but here's the interesting thing that came out of this afterwards uh, that really piqued my my interest in terms of just mm-hmm. what this could mean. All these reshoots were already written by Whedon. That was something he, Snyder was going to go shoot them, but Whedon was already writing like these are parts you, of the movie. Are you telling me I'm getting a Joss Whedon Superman, Peter? Because if that's the case, I'm, I'm not <laughs> saying that for sure. Scenes filtered that's what I'm saying. But, but still, like, but I think that, uh, I think I think that's interesting. I think it's interesting that either Snyder or Warner Brothers or Johns now that he's he's overseeing these things did he go right? We need to fix this Justice League movie up. It has to work to X extent. And the idea they've got Whedon in the family now because he's doing Batgirl, and they've, they've brought him in to rewrite parts of it. I think the the review of Justice His League. His scenes are just a hundred percent more Batgirl. He's just doing <laughs> Barbara or Stephanie Brown, whoever he's choosing in the Justice League. I think it's going to make for a really weird review come November. Like what? Like I actually don't know anyone because obviously beforehand when it was just a hundred percent Snyder, I was like I'm expecting to hate it. And usually reshoots and rewrites usually mean a bad thing, you but know, it's like... That, that's, I mean, we heard a lot about reshoots for this. And that's true. That yeah. is, over the last couple of months, we heard there was a lot, and I don't really feel any of them. None of it looks like it was slotted in late. If they did reshoot, it was a significant enough chunk that it kind of reworked like, the feel, movie around them. I feel like the ice cream, right? That was in Justice League. That was in John's New 52 Justice mm. League. Feel like adding a character moment like that was a reshoot. Like that maybe wasn't uh, necessarily true. in there, you know. So, but if you're talking about these Whedon reshoots, it seemed to be that much more extensive that he had to write. I feel that's them going, all right, we're throwing a bandaid over this now, um, and we're we're we don't want to completely ditch this universe. We're bringing them in for Batgirl. We're gonna have a a, a lighter tone. Because I, mean, I don't. I mean, yeah, obviously, I think visually we're still going to have a problem with how dark the movie looks because the trailer still looked dark, yeah, and they're going to fix that because everything has to Snyder match. It's, it's too late yeah. for that. But it's it's, it's kind of weird. Let well, me go. Uh, Let me go. Yeah, sorry, sorry. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say, uh, I think Justice League was going to be like the first big comic book movie that I was not going to see in theaters. Like I was that upset, you know, yeah, with me too. Man of Steel and BVS, and you know, obviously, these movies will always make. Tons and tons of money, but I was like, you know what? Uh, uh, not that it really matters, but for my own self, I'll take a little bit of a, a stand and and not see it. But in, in light of everything that's come out, um, you know, with this movie being good, and you know, with the idea of reshoots and stuff, and then also, you know, the tragedy stuff, it makes you just kind of go like, these are just movies; they're not <laughs> that big a deals. Like, mm-hmm. um, I don't know. I I am actually like, oh, you know, what? I guess I will probably go see it now. I wouldn't say I'm looking forward to Justice League because I st- obviously yeah. I still remember Batman v Superman. I still have reasons yeah. to be skeptical. I will say I have curiosity now. Yeah, sure. I was I was only going to say it out of a morbid curiosity because I want to go. Oh, oh sure, how, yeah. How bad is this? Because what, what obviously we were going to review it. We're going to see it no matter what and tear it to shreds if it was terrible. But now well, I'm now curious. Yeah. 
I, I just want to see. You're responsible for a theater getting burned down in <laughs> my hometown, if that's the case. <laughs> it, it's now. It's, I just want to see what it actually is. What What does it end yeah. up as? I just I just yeah. need to know. Well, okay, we went tangent away from the actual movie, so let's let's swing it back in. Let's swing it back yeah. in. Let's talk about. Should we talk about the last uh, truth? Yeah. Do you want to talk about like the other kind of villains, Doctor Poison? We haven't really touched. Yeah, on. Let's, yeah, let's talk about them. Uh, I think here's here's the thing. Obviously, a lot of Marvel villains get shit, including from us, uh, for being weak. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think like Doctor Poison and Ludendorff were great villains by any means. They don't really have a story. That said, I, I do think there's something to be said for just having a cool look for a villain, and I think Doctor Poison looked creepy as shit. And I am oh, all yeah. for, yeah. I'm all for at least if you're not going to give me like a deep villain, then give me one that has a cool look to him, uh, to her, or in this case, her. But you know, like well, see, that, this, this is where you I can always... tell Pete's fan of slashes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she looks like a horror movie villain. Well, she does. Well, see, I always I always catch uh, stuff from people when I say that I really like Ronan in Guardians of the Galaxy. And he's kind of just disposable throwaway villain, but he's got a cool look to me. Like when you see them preparing him for war, like he's a gladiator. Connor's like, face is you're like he's got a cool look to him, and Connor's just like, mm-hmm. what yeah, like, does he? Right, and so that that was enough for me. Like yeah, that was enough yeah. for me in that movie. And here it's it's the same with with Doctor Poison, where you just look and go, oh, what's behind that mask? Yeah, like, is it yeah. that bad? I think I also like, I like the idea gave her, like this. More. Yeah, I like it. Like she had this like creepy. Uh, like fascination with like watching things die and decay yeah. and she's got that mad fire. scientist yeah. thing going for yeah. her and that was kind Definitely. of interesting like it, she's not deep she doesn't have a kind of arc or anything yeah. like that um but she does have at least a cool looking sort of yeah. idea around her at least yeah. and it fits um, in with world war one because that's when they started using chemical warfare yeah. so no, it makes that, sense like the big villain would play into that yeah. I did think it was kind of cheesy that one scene though where they killed everyone and locked the door and then like they had this really really over the top like super villain laugh. Oh, what was the line? <laughs> uh, it was yeah. uh, he throws in a gas mask. He's like, oh, that won't help them. Yeah, but they don't know that. Yeah. <laughs> that that's when you're I, just I, being I, evil for the sake of yeah. it, isn't it? <laughs> I, I'm not even. Yeah, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. I laughed at that just because I liked that there was a sense of levity to all these people dying <laughs> versus. Like in Suicide Squad, where people are just getting taken out left and right, and there's there's nothing. It doesn't mean anything. At least this meant something and pushed the characters forward a little bit. Like, oh, maybe Ludendorff is Ares. Like, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm seeing a lot of people talk about you know the 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 canisters that he snaps open that give him the strength. Mm-hmm. People are going, you mean what? Beth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. But people are going, why didn't he just give that to his army? And it's like. Because he's selfish. Yeah. Because he wants the power well, for himself. Well, you don't want to deal. You don't want a hundred thousand methed up German soldiers <laughs> on a battlefield. Plain and simple. I actually, I've, yeah. got, I've got a legit criticism actually here. Now that we're talking about this, I, that I've remembered uh-huh. that was bugging me during the movie. Why are all uh-huh. the Germans talking in English to each other when they're on their own? And it stood uh-huh. out even more to me when there was other scenes where, like, you know, there's that fun scene where Diana. Uh, and the other guy are doing all the languages because, like, she's oh, yeah. she she knows she speaks all these languages and so does he. And she mm. keeps like, and she eventually gets like an ancient one that he doesn't know. And it's it's just like, it's a fun little scene. But that has subtitles, she and I'm like, talking. and I'm like, well, okay, you had subtitles. Why can't we have subtitles for the German yeah. scenes? This is weird. No, that is fair. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, it's because it's for English speaking audience mainly. We're just going to have them speaking English and German accents, even though it, it makes ha- no goddamn sense. It happens sense. all the time, which is why I yeah. think I don't 
it doesn't bother me that much. It's it's irritating, mm. but it's something that it's it's a complaint that I have across so many movies, especially blockbusters. Whereas mm. like, I'm just like, eh, whatever. I, I don't I don't have the the patience to care about it anymore. At least they had accents, unlike Tom Cruise and Valkyrie. So. <laughs> Did okay. he have an accent, Valkyrie? I can't remember. I don't know. I've seen, Might have seen been talking. Probably not. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about the mascara. We've not really talked about the the first chunk of the no, movie. No, 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 no. <laughs> there was colors. There was. Massive, well, massive just... armadillo problem. It was prey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why was there? That was my first thing too. Is as a zoology kind of minded guy going, they're in the Mediterranean. I think armadillo armadillos are only, you know. Indigenous to the Southwest U.S., but come on, hey. magic. Hey, I know it a... had to be a nod to Dracula. <laughs> you <laughs> think? Maybe. Or there's just a weird random armadillo in Dracula. Uh, unless, unless it's dead, and then in much case, it's a homage to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, yeah. there you go. Because that, that, that's the first thing I think of when you tell me armadillo. But, I think of that opening shot. The mascara looked like a place I would love to visit if I were allowed and it were real. That was pretty. Like. <laughs> Are you, are you yeah. just being perverted? You just want to go there because it's all women? No, no, no. I'm talking <laughs> the, the actual okay. place. Yeah, it's pretty. I, yeah, the, the waterfalls that, and like, man. Do you know what that I liked? Thing that uh, Steve was taking a bath and I was like, that oh was yeah, like that that layer that layers yeah. of hot tub yeah. basically. Um, yeah, Joe, Joe, I, I like there was a there was a little sort of thing and it didn't really like drive it home and make it obvious. But for people who read the comics, I think you know, like there's a point where it cuts over to a deer. And it's like, ah, uh, yeah. you're like, ah, uh, yeah. The patrons. Yeah. I thought it was interesting that in this, all the gods are, are dead. I thought, because obviously that's, that's, you know, not what we get in a lot of Wonder Woman stories. So it was interesting that they'd made that choice. I think that's maybe yeah. because it's merging with the rest of the DCU. It just makes it easier if yeah. there's all these gods not around. To... Yeah, I'd have to deal I with it. I also saw that as, so at the end, Ares dies, right? He's the last god to, to be in. So... You have the death of the old gods, and then you can bring in the new gods. And Ares, uh-huh. correct me if I'm wrong, had Zeus powers because he he got that from his dad. Am I correct in thinking that at the end? Because he had a lot of electricity yeah. stuff going on. Yeah. And lightning. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah, I feel like I that's that. an. I feel like it's an easy thing to write yourself out of, though, if you ever do one. Because it, it's just like a story that um, you know she yeah. tells. Like you could easily yeah. be like, oh, you know, the gods went into hiding or needed to be reborn yeah. or something. That's true. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's fair. Um, I I liked all the training stuff. I like the idea that as a little girl, she like is determined to learn and train in oh, yeah. combat. Even yeah, it was the idea like, that no. she wanted to be just like everyone else there. Yeah, because that's what everyone yeah. else did, but she wasn't allowed because she. Well, was it's special. also her sense of why can't I do that? Like it goes from her being a little kid mm. up to the no man's land. Like, tell me I can't. I'm gonna do it anyways. Yeah, risk my aunt getting in trouble. And she nearly, she she nearly hurts like one of the other Amazons with her bracelets when she looks mm-hmm. locks a hit, oh, yeah. and everyone's like, yeah. "What the hell? She has power." She's like, yeah. "Well, yeah." And so she's special even amongst them. Like it's not just any Amazonian couldn't have come and made a difference. Uh, yeah, that's one of the, that is one of the key things because sometimes with Wonder Woman they don't put it, do it that way. Sometimes they'll say, "Oh, she's just mm-hmm. like any of the other Amazons." But once she has the yeah. you know the the lasso, the bracelets, and all the other things, yeah. that's what makes her. Uh, whereas this clearly says, no, no, she's got more to her than the other ones do, uh, yeah. because of how she was created, and and that's fine. I thought I thought Can they hinted the... at that reveal really early, because yeah. uh, they talk about how, oh, uh, you know, she goes, she's told the story of, oh, you were made from clay, and then Zeus brought you to life, mm-hmm. but just before we were told Zeus was killed ages ago. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay. So 
Yeah, let's talk about the origin really quick because they did really play up the maid of from clay and you know life was breathed into her by Zeus. Does that not make her any less Zeus's daughter than if you know the the Azarello origin where Zeus is legit? He yeah, I, I think it does. That. I think that's what they're doing here. They're sort of merging the two. So it's like, yeah. it's made for Clay, but that still makes it Zeus's daughter. And therefore, Ares is still her brother. Yeah. Right. So, and, and I like that. I like that it, it blends the two. And because the, the Maid of Clay is so like, I understand it and understand what it stands for. It, it is so like Golden Age, comic booky, kind of hokey. Yeah, it's, it's literally building themselves a better future. Hmm. Yeah. And. You know, so when, when it was revealed in the New 52 that, you know, Zeus was her legit dad and that makes her part god, here they merged it because she is a goddess. Like, she's she is the god-killer weapon that yeah. was, you know... Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's not a big thing to get hung up on, but it was something I was thinking I, about after the I, movie. I have a question. Like you said, it clearly establishes that she is a, a god because, you know, only a yeah. god can kill a god. That's what they tell us. What right. is she the god of? Compassion, unity. Yeah. Um, I guess uh, could be yeah, yeah. could any number of things. You know, it could be. I just no, I, I hope they explore it. I think it'd be really yeah. interesting if they do. Maybe they do. I don't but know. even then, if you look, this she's the goddess of unity, right? That would make her appearance in Batman vs Superman actually make sense because she's there to be like, oh. boys, 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 cut it out. Stop fixing their side. problems. <laughs> yeah. There was a uh, yeah. Obviously, the Thomas stuff uh, great. Like obviously, Steve shows up and that sort of propels the plot. I liked her, you know, sneaking into the tower that has all the all the outfits and stuff and yeah. or bits and pieces. You get a glimpse. Oh, that was cool. And it, uh, but obviously, once she's with Steve and she's on the boat, there's so much good comedy uh, and stuff. It's even in the pool when there's that like you think she's talking about the penis, but she's not. Kind of more. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> It's like, are you an hey, average man? Such a well-reviewed <laughs> superhero movie would have so many dick jokes. <laughs> like, honestly, I, the average man one—I don't necessarily think was meant to be. I mean, obviously, we maybe take it that way, but I think that she was just talking yeah. about men as a, like, as a whole. Are you an average man? Of course, well, she, that's what she, she is was asking. Innocent. But the the, yeah. the script was clearly intending us to take it yeah, as an innuendo. Yeah. There's almost a smile at the camera from from Pine. About yeah. that kind of like, and uh, to, to, hey, to be fair, I will agree that he's above average. I will not argue with his uh, <laughs> his, his assertion you know, there. Seeing him in the bomber jacket, you know, I, Hal in, Jordan in this kind of I know. Time period. I know. Not just Hal Jordan, but like he was always my vote for when they relaunch indie. I, oh, I right, feel okay. he could get grumpy, and he kind of has that average man. Like you could see him in the classroom, too. Oh. You know, so just seeing him just at that and. He had this dry wit to him that I just... Mm. I, yeah. I that was the one downside of him, him being Steve Trevor is that he can't be Hal Jordan, honestly. Because yeah. <laughs> he, yeah. he's kind of well, perfect he, for it. Here's the thing. So he sacrifices himself to, you know, because there's a plane filled with all of Which, Dr. Murray's poisons. I think, I think we've seen coming because obviously the movie's set in World War yeah. One. We can't have Steve in present day, so he might as well have a sacrifice. Yeah. I'm seeing people complain saying, why did he have to die? Like, they're like, going, oh, why did he have to blow up the plane? It's like, because it was on a timer. You know, it doesn't matter where yeah. he lands it. It's still going to go off and, you know, affect the area. And, and it's also him being a hero. Like, it's it's his last speech to, to Diana also. Yeah. You know, he's following through, like, one good act can change the world. And, and that's what he goes and does. But he signed a multi-picture deal. So either that was just to mess with us, 
who constantly read the news on this stuff and be like, oh, well, he'll show up in Justice League I mean, somehow. The, the, his great grandson. Uh, I hope not. It could be that. I or... mean, yeah, yeah. That that's how you really because this is basically Trevor the Fourth. Yeah, this is basically Captain America. You know, in terms of the the in terms of that as the mm-hmm. movie, this is kind of their version of that. But yeah, that's how you really differentiate it. Let's have their grandson show up. Yeah. Um, I, I guess maybe they'll argue magic-y things because gods were involved he was teleported to the future i don't know i'm just saying like and he yeah. on apocalypse and I mean, you're, you're all assuming <laughs> yeah. it's that literal and it's not just things like uh, like a vision that, that diana, diana yeah. has yeah well, flash could go back in time and i don't know <laughs> possibly <Yeah>. well, <laughs> that is a a thing that i've read on the internet timey-wimey because of bvs but Time away, mean. But yeah, I just I thought that was interesting because part of me was like, well, no, Chris Pine's too good. You don't just use him for one movie. And then I was like, oh no, he's gonna get a heroic send off. Uh, he he is a good actor, but um, I think I'm um, wasn't as big on his character in this movie. Uh, like I, I thought he did have a few good shining moments, like especially towards the end. Like yeah, he was you know pretty heroic, uh, but. Uh, a lot of the stuff leading up to him, I just uh, something about him kind of bugged me the wrong way. Like, See, I really liked that he was, you know, as much as he says he's above average, he kind of was the 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 everyday yeah. man in the sense that he does he doesn't believe in all this stuff. He kind of uses it for his own gain in the sense it's like, look, mm-hmm. we're coming back here. I'll take you to the wall, whatever. Aries, sure, and mm-hmm. and like he said, gives that 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 great speech about how you know it's not just one man that that won't fix it all. And he is kind of the every, even though he has these heroic moments, he is kind of the everyman still. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. All that stuff in London is great fun as well. Like uh, everything with yeah. Etta. I mean, I actually, I, I kind of wish there was yeah. more Etta, but definitely. Yeah. Everything with Etta, like you know, uh, like when she hands her the shield and the sword, and she's just sort of left there <laughs> holding it, and it's just, yeah, it give it a good chuckle. And then after the alleyway scene, when the guy tries to run away, and she's standing there with a the sword, like <laughs> it's just fun. And even again, the other joke at Superman's expense about the specs. Like, oh yeah, put oh, on yeah. specs and she's not the most beautiful woman you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Well, also, still, it was in the trailer and it cracked me up. Then it cracked me up the movie, her trying to go through the rotating Rolling door. door. Yeah. 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 And she's just, the way she's carrying her sword through, like she's going off to battle. The, the, the best bit is when she just runs it and she's like, I'm going to time it, yeah. I'm going to go, I'm, I'm going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's pretty good. Or even it is like, a, uh, you know, how, how do women fight here? It's like, with our principles. But I'm not. I'm not against using a bit of fisticuffs should the occasion call for it. Like, uh, yeah. that was in every yeah, trailer, but it was, it was still funny. It was. Yeah. Also, her trying to do a kick in the tight dress. Yeah, that was pretty hilarious. Oh yeah, and ripping it. Yeah. Just, just uh-huh. Etta's resignation of the whole situation, mm-hmm. where she's just like, "Oh, this is outfit number two hundred. Two hundred ninety-four. Yeah. Yeah. Also, and note that at no point in the movie does anyone ever actually use the name Wonder Woman. No one calls her that. Yeah, it never I comes up. Uh, we're still, we're still getting there, and I think that's cool. It's fine. We know she's Wonder Woman. We don't yeah. need her to have a have a name. Yeah, I was, I was yeah, half I was... expecting it to be, you know, like the the ending sort of thing where mm. it'll be oh, someone names her at the they... very end. <laughs> Or they do the Fantastic Four ending where they're like, so what should we call you? I don't know. I wonder, woman. And there's like, wait, say that again? (laughs) (laughs) I I, I, I will say I do like that they didn't because it perpetuates this idea that no one knows she was around. There wasn't even a name. Yeah, Yeah, I agree with that. Um, 
Yeah, the, I mean, the, the ending's fine when she leaves it. Okay, this is who I am, this is what I do, and she comes out in her outfit. I did think, though, when she's like on the laptop and she sends her email, she, said, she was one of the lines of dialogue was like, oh, I know that love conquers all. It was something that equally cheesy to that, and I'm like, oh, that was a bit much. Like, you could have yeah. dialed that cheesiness back a little bit, but otherwise. I have very little complaint. I mean, obviously I complained about the third act and the, uh, the, the fight with Ares, and you called it a boss battle earlier on, and I think that's very apt because it feels yeah. like a video game cutscene. Um... But the rest of the action is really good. It gets the character. There are some legitimate superhero moments that are kind of hopeful and full of like full of a message. And then when they come back to the village and it's all dead, it feels proper dark. Like that's an example of doing a really dark moment that feels dark because it impacts the characters and impacts you as a viewer, mm-hmm. not just because you're trying to be edgy. Uh, and you actually like, see her reaction and how it affects her, and it makes her angry. Well, she's like destroyed, you yeah. know? Like, yeah. And it's again like this is one of the bleakest times in human history. There were awful tragedies like this. Of course, there should be some of that in this movie. Not having any of that would kind of feel like you were just hiding from it. Yeah, and yeah. it almost and because that was that was the big heroic scene where she finally really became Wonder Woman when she saved that village. The fact that that was then taken away from her because they just bomb it anyway, they just gas it. It's like that that motivation to go in and, and to be fair, the one guy she does outright intentionally kill, uh, Ludendorff, she does think is the god of war. She doesn't actually think it's a person. Right. Uh, just yeah. to, just pointing that out. Now I I thought it was kind of weird how like it, it seems like they're bringing up all these big real life you know kind of issues about like the horror of war and everything and. Um, I I like that. I thought that was interesting. But then it feels like a little bit of a cop out uh, that they're bringing that realness to it. But then it ends with her killing Ares, and it kind of seemed like, oh, this is like stopping the war. Like like all these soldiers are hugging afterwards. Like oh, like that's finally over I, now. The war can end. I I don't know. I didn't really like. I that. mean, I I didn't take it as that because obviously, like yeah, Ares even says, that. it's not his power that's doing this. So killing him right. wouldn't just end the war. I think it was just that they look around and saw it and realised. Yeah, I didn't read that that way either. To me, because they, 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 they mentioned several times in the movie, they're already talking about an armistice. Like, they're already ending the war. That's We're kind yeah. of on the way out. Cause... And, and like we said, it is a very messy war. It's yeah. not like these are clearly, they're not evil people oh, necessarily. Yeah. There's a there's a movie, and I always forget the name of it. I, I want to say it's called Noel, but it's set at Christmas, and it's yeah. set in a no man's land. And it's about oh. how all the sides came together on Christmas, yeah, it's a, to not fight. Yeah, it's a true story. It was on Christmas. Yeah. I don't know if they did it more, more than once, but it's at least one Christmas during the war. The German and the, yeah. the Allied sides both like, stopped fighting for the day, and they went up in no man's land, and they met in the middle, and they, they played games and exchanged stuff. Yeah. Uh, they had Christmas dinner as well as they could. And, because uh, that's it. And like, as, as evil as there were, people up at the, you know, the top of the chain... Yeah. These people, they didn't really want to be there and killing each other. They they wanted to celebrate Christmas. Right. I think that's why World War II is used a lot more in movies, because it's much easier yeah. to have a villain in that, because Hitler is, was yeah. proper evil. Like that, He well, was just like a yeah. outright evil yeah, guy. Yeah, exactly. That's why I think yeah. World War One is perhaps more interesting for something like this, yeah. where you've got Diana going out there and seeing the horrors of war, but maybe not going... There, there is no one to point yeah. and go, you're to blame, which is why she can latch onto Ares. Yeah. So, so that final scene, the way I read that was, obviously we see the wars ended in the next scenes as well, when they go back mm-hmm. to uh, London, but mm-hmm. I read that as, wait a minute, there was just this giant explosion of light from this fight between two gods over there. I, I took that as, yeah, there's no point in us fighting after that. There's... Yeah, this, this isn't important. <laughs> this doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I, I like that interpretation a little better. I feel like the hugging was like a little much like... Yeah, it yeah. was... 
It was, but I mean, it gets the point home that the war is over, and these guys are finally like, "Good, I'm tired of fighting." Yeah, yeah. I don't want to point out. At least from my memory, the only the, the hugging wasn't like running up and like arms around it. It was more like the, sure, the chief, the yeah. Native American guy, kind of puts his arm around one of the Germans. Is like, yeah, 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 yeah kind of yeah. like oh, we're all in this together, sort of thing. Well, we, we all he's just kinda, yeah. And he's a smuggler, anyways. His his he's loyal to money. He was smuggling stuff for for everyone. Yeah, yeah, both know? sides so, knew him, probably. Yeah. So. Now, what did you guys think of... Um, this is kind of a similar complaint, and again, this might be me being way too like nitpicky, but um, I feel like each of those guys, uh, you know, in their team rep- represented, like, some type of, you know, like, real-life horror. Like, you know, the one guy talks about how he wanted to be an actor, but he wasn't the right color, so he's talking about, like, racism, and then, you know, Chief mm-hmm. is talking about genocide, and... Uh, again, I think these were really interesting topics to bring up, but it feels like they just bring it up and like there's no kind of like bigger message to it. It's just kind of like so, these exist, but they don't do much with them. But I like that they flesh out the characters a little more because like you take Captain America and the Howling Commandos, and they're just like black soldier and Asian soldier, and they're kind of just there. Yeah, and I they feel, don't have I, much to do. I feel like I knew them a little bit better than this, and. I would argue that it's not so much that they're bringing this up and then don't do anything with it. I think, at least to me, what I read from like this group was it was a group of misfits and outcasts. It was the group that were all kind of yeah. mistreated, um, because we already have Wonder Woman who who represents this really unique sort of like yeah. you know yeah. subsection of society that's separate from everyone else. But the idea you have like you have someone who's suffering from PTSD who that's his demons, and you have someone who's suffered because there's even that it's it's almost a joke actually when she says like oh, what people did this and he's like his people and he points over yeah. at Steve. Um, mm-hmm. So I, 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 like, think, I think though, it's, it's I think it's that it kind of tells Diana that the world is screwed beyond just this war. This you know there there are much bigger issues and it it, it doesn't deal with them here. They're not something she can solve right now. But it lets her know that the world is not a good place. Yeah. See, I think that is interesting uh, that you're introducing. You know, she comes from paradise, and this is a way for people to show her what the real world is like. But I just think maybe there should have been more of a conversation of her being like, you know, like, oh, that's awful. Why do they do that? You know, tell me more or I think, something. I think it'd be something I'd be interested in a in a next movie. Maybe maybe the reason that she gave up being Wonder Woman was because she wanted to try and. You know, fight these issues in yeah. a more legit way, non-superhero yeah, way. Well, and that that's happened in the comics too. Like, you Honestly, know? yeah. If I was to answer that, or at least try and answer that question that Tim just posed, like, why didn't we have other scenes of her asking about it? It was maybe because they just felt like they had too much of that already with everything else. Because there is a lot of her asking about things in the movie. There's a lot of sure. her being surprised at things. There's a lot of her asking about why this, why that, uh, and people and Steve or whoever has to explain. No, 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 you can't do this. So we can't do I- that. And. I mean, you say that as well. It's you have her as the fish out while there, but you have that opening section where Steve's asking all the questions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, flips it, yeah. So, yeah, so you do have a lot of fish out of water stuff as it is. Yeah. To so, me, it just brought like like I wouldn't say that it didn't fit the movie, but it was kind of like sporadic, little weird tonal changes where I'm like, oh, we're getting into like some kind of serious real world stuff now, uh, you know, and then we're cutting to crazy over the top villains or something that's. You know, yeah, it, it was just—it was a little strange to me. Honestly, for me, it wasn't really about answering anything. It was just about introducing her to these different ideas and these different things. And that—that's—and from that perspective, I quite liked it. Uh, 
I, I liked her sort of learning all this, but I like it that she learns it through this group that are all working together. Like the idea that yeah, there's people who'll fight between these types of people, but this is a group that are all working for a better good, a better goal, kind of thing. Yeah. Um. But no. So yeah. Is there anything else that we we, we should talk about from Wonder Woman? Uh, talk about music. Talk about filmmaking for the most part. Really good. Uh, looks pretty. I, I will say that during the No Man's Land section, I because uh, I was at one of the luxury theaters, with the real nice reclining seats. I got a calf cramp, and so as I'm <laughs> dealing with the calf cramp, the horrible guitar riff hit. So not only <laughs> am I in physical pain, but now I have mental pain to go along with it. Uh, yeah. Did uh, so, Did any of you guys get to see it in seventy millimeter? Mm-hmm. I know uh, yeah. the theater of mine was showing it um, at an earlier showing, but it was like all sold out. Oh, yeah. that sucks. Mm. And uh, you know what uh, was kind of interesting is um, like a lot of these movies now, you know, when you want to go opening at night, because you know, I went like Thursday at uh, 8.15, uh, and a lot of times you have to like get your tickets early before they sell out, but I think I got my ticket like maybe monday or tuesday or something and there's barely any seats sold in the theater uh, mm-hmm. but then by the time i got to the theater the thing was practically sold out so i wonder if that was just um because of like all the buzz and yeah the, the ratings hitting yeah yeah i think I while we're on the topic of our personal you know viewing experience at the cinemas i thought it was really interesting how my cinema did not put the justice league trailer in front of it like, really? They, no, mine yeah, did. Yeah. They, they did not mine want did. that in my head when I was watching this movie. They didn't want to remind me that that was still going to happen. They wanted, you know, it was like, hey, just enjoy this one. Yeah. <laughs> See, I got I got the Thor trailer and I got the Justice League. Oh, They're back to back, and I almost got whiplash. <laughs> I, I was I still haven't seen the Justice League trailer. I was sure oh, I'm going to see it at Wonder Woman because. Yeah. It just seems like the obvious one to, to put it in front of. You'll, you'll yeah. see it. You'll see it in front of one of the other comic book movies now. You'll see it in front oh, of Spider Man. Yeah, yeah. You'll see it in front oh, of undoubtedly. Yeah. I'm definitely going to see it at some point because yeah. it, it's going to. But so it was really interesting that it wasn't in front of Wonder Woman. You know, if you want to watch it, it is online. Connor. I don't. I'm <laughs> avoiding it. That was the point. It Co- was more. Connor, I'm going to see it There's this thing called YouTube, and I know this is a, an odd concept to you. I mean, I know you're on it like on a regular basis, but. Multiple times a week. Yeah, YouTube, you can search and you can find it and you can watch it. Here's the thing. Why would I put myself through an extra time? I have to watch it when it comes out of the cinema. I've got no choice, but why would I voluntarily put myself through this? I've gotten every movie I've went to see the last couple of weeks. I've gotten the Transformers 5 trailer. I've been getting that tons. I'm not dealing with it. Yeah, I've been getting the Transformers 5 trailers all the time. Almost Uh, every movie I see, I'm getting one of them. Yeah. And then... uh, I had one of the uh, one of those happy little things that uh, happens sometimes at these comic book movies, where uh, you know after the movie, start talking to the guy next to next to me because uh, I think you know during the credits, uh, you know, I saw like Greg Rucka's name or something. I'm like, oh, like, Greg Rucka, and the guy's like, oh, cool. Oh, you read the comics too? I'm like, oh yeah. I was like, oh, where you know where do you go? And you know, uh, that's always nice. So where are you going on your date? <laughs> Since you had to off um, so much. We'll see. I thought you were going to say Greg Rucka was sitting in the theater with you, and I was in the screen. <laughs> Matt, Matt was getting ready for a really big mistaken story, and it just ended yeah. up being... I mean, it's still a great story to me, but yeah. when you bring up Rucka's name, I'm just like, oh. Expectations are higher. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, no, I, the movie was great, uh, I would say. Yes. Yeah. I went, I went, I went, obviously, there's a couple of third act problems, a couple of things here or there, but, uh, which maybe hold it from being amazing, but I would say 
great, definitely. It's definitely the best movie in the DCEU so far. But then it's not Easy. not that that's saying not, much. Not hard, yeah. But yeah. it is, um, and I it's, am the, it's hope. I, think I am the right. The yeah, I'd say the way I kind of look at it is like it almost two different kind of criteria. Like as a movie, I have a lot of really dumb little nitpicky stuff. But if you're looking at it as a character piece of Wonder Woman, it's amazing like everything about the character they got right um and that's what really like sets it like over you know the top for me hmm no i uh i think it's hope for that these dc movies may actually not always suck and that, that's yeah, that's a nice that, thought to have we've been so cynical and it's always been well they're gonna be we're gonna be cynical until they give us a reason not to be in this feels like wait. This is that reason that maybe maybe we can have better. And the fact is, as much as I still have this feeling, that, you know, Justice League may be this weird Frankenstein creation that ends up not being that satisfying. There is this hope that following that, starting with Aquaman, that maybe we're on to a better path or we're on to something that's yeah. going to start bearing more fruit, and that could be exciting. Mm-hmm. So here's hope. There should have been a scene where she explains the W stands for hope. <laughs> In in what language? (laughs) You know, Tim, in this case, that W stands for win. Alright? Okay. Alright. Also, it's it's actually making a lot of money. And it's it's great that obviously, because obviously being uh, the the first big female superhero movie in God knows how long, that it's doing well, because it had to do well. Because obviously, if it had done badly, it would have been a... likely would have been a case of it would have been because it was a shit movie like we were kind of expecting but the studios wouldn't read it that way but they wouldn't read it that way so i'm glad that it's a good movie and it's yeah. making the money that it deserves just on that level yeah because it, it means it, that it, we don't have to worry about this going forward it's, it sends the right messaging no matter what because they can't argue that oh it's only making money because of this or like, no it's good it's making money so we're not pissed that a bad movie's making money so that's nice and then yep. it's also not a case of they, they can't blame it and say oh no it's a woman lead so therefore that's why it's you know Here's the thing. I, I even tweeted this a couple of days ago when we, we were getting the sort of the estimates for the weekend, uh, which, by the way, it made a hundred point five million uh, domestically, and then worldwide so far it's made two hundred twenty-three million. Solid opening figures. That's really good. Yeah. It, it broke the record opening weekend for a female director as well. I think it's it's interesting, obviously, that Suicide Squad was stacked with names. You know, like they had all these stars that were like that's what they were marketing it on. Yeah. Whereas this, they actually marketed it on this is this is a Wonder Woman movie because they you know Gal Gadot's not that much of a star she doesn't have a, a big draw now don't get me wrong suicide squad did have a bigger opening weekend but i am all i will i am willing to bet you <laughs> everything that this has better legs yeah yeah and, and i really hope it does so no this, this, is, this is good stuff um and uh i think she already signed on for a sequel too right the director yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i mean I, I think gal gadot is signed on for <laughs> like a, well, yeah, yeah. the next decade of her life is signed away to dc at this point i think but uh yeah patty jenkins she, is signed she, on she'll for be sequel. she'll be fine with that i'm sure which, uh, yeah oh, i'm sure which is also weird that patty jenkins is supposed to direct thor 2 and now she fell into one oh. she was yeah there was a whole kerfuffle and she fell yeah. out of it that, that's what pissed off not like portman and it is kind of weird that she ended up at dc oh. and now yep yeah and now, lost, marvel's lost DC's game for once. Exactly. Um, yeah. And to be fair, I'll be like, really... uh, so to be fair, um, I don't know, is Tim on like a delay compared to the rest of us? I feel like he misses the queue more than anyone else. I, I think know. it's just Tim. Yeah, it's just Tim. Yeah. Uh, I can see yeah. it being Tim. It's just Tim doing a bit. <laughs> uh, no, I was just saying, uh, like, we have a lot of promising possible directors lined up as well for some of these movies coming up. 
you know, we're hearing maybe Matthew Vaughn doing a Superman movie. We're hearing maybe oh. uh, uh, Zemeckis doing what was he maybe doing? Flash. 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 Although I think he dropped out of that. But there was like a good list of names where it was like, oh man, I like all these directors. What's what's going on here? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get someone good on, uh, on Batman, right? What's that? Sorry, Tim. No, I said, well, we're both fans of James Wan. For oh, yeah, sure, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. uh, yeah. like, obviously, obviously, it's a very different type of movie than what we're used to him doing that we right. like from him. But yeah, it's still exciting to see what he does. Uh, and maybe that means that we'll get a nice, like, you know, sea creature or something, like some sort of Cthulhu yeah. monster or something that will be. It's nice, though, that before, when when we were seeing all these directors attached to this, we were going, oh, stop wasting your time. Yeah, do now something like, good. Oh, there's good names. Yeah, yeah. whereas now it's like, oh no, 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 it actually be good movies. Now that's fine. Yeah, come in, come in, directors. Now that, like. that we've seen when they give it to someone capable, we can get a good movie. It's like, yeah, give it to some of our favorites. Let them do it. John, John, I, like, I like the idea that John's rebooted the comics with Rebirth, and he, he fixed that, and now we're all happy with that. I like the idea that he's now doing it with the movies. Like, no, let's fix the it movies. Just, it just shows that when you have someone that understands what makes these characters click, it means a ton more for quality. Than someone that just does it because it looks cool. Like, I think that's fandom in a nutshell, right? You want, uh, yeah. You don't want people like, working on things because it looks cool. You want them because they care. Yeah, it's got to go beyond the surface level. Yeah, you can have a flawed movie that gets the characters right. Exactly, and it's much yeah. more enjoyable. And that's exactly. the thing. That's the thing about Snyder. I think we've said this a lot, but he has purely surface level. He is purely what makes a cool visual. He doesn't understand the characters. Yeah. Uh, now, Justice League could still be a, a fair bump in the road, but I do have hope that post that now that maybe we're on to a better, better time. Yeah. So. Definitely. No, that is Wonder Woman. So thank you for staying with us through this uh, longer than the usual review. Uh, but we were all very passionate about DC, so it was bound to be a little bit more in depth and stuff. Mm-hmm. And no doubt we've, we've skipped over things that we could have been talking about. Like, we didn't even mention Hippolyta. Like, did we like Hippolyta? She was good. She was fine. Yeah, she was she fine. She served her purpose as playing mom. Like, yeah. queen of the Amazons. Yeah. She, she didn't really have a, a lot to do. Martha Hippolyta. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a new Twitter name. Follow me at Martha Hippolyta. <laughs> oh, God damn it, Tim. <laughs> God damn it! All right, that that is uh, being Wonder Woman. Uh, let us know, of course, what you think of the movie in the comments below. Like, subscribe, all that stuff helps us out. Um, and read some Wonder Woman comics if you if you if you yes. if you haven't read any comics before. Go out, read some Greg Rucker stuff or whatever. Uh, Comicsology, I've got a sale on right now of the digital stuff. If you want to read some comics digitally, by all means, uh, dive in. And we do a DC Comics podcast every week called Comics from the Multiverse, which you can check out. Um, but do all that. Uh, get us on Twitter at mail underscore fuzz and uh, like, subscribe, all that jazz. Uh, if you want to support the channel, you can support us on Patreon at patreon.com slash TV. There's a bunch of bonuses. We're over halfway at our first goal, so uh, big things are coming yeah. potentially. Uh, mm-hmm. So, yeah. But that is us, guys. So thank you very much again for watching. Keep watching movies. We will see you next time. <laughs>